Welcome to Drop the Bags, Bitch, the podcast, where we talk about healing from traumatic marriages and divorces. I'm your host, Melinda Gerdung, certified life coach, domestic violence survivor, and the divorce coach for women who want to get over their ex and live their best life. Hi, my friends. So what I wanted to talk about today was boundaries and how to properly set and enforce boundaries, as well as address some of the issues or problems that I see people face when attempting to set boundaries. And I feel that boundaries are something that is really important for anyone, but is especially um, important for anyone getting out of a rough marriage. And even more important if you find yourself having to co-parent with a toxic ex. In general, boundaries just make all relationships easier and more enjoyable and just make life in general more enjoyable. I do find though that a lot of people misunderstand boundaries. There's a lot of misinformation on the internet about boundaries. I see a lot of people presenting boundaries as rules that you put in place for other people to follow around you, right? I see a lot of people thinking that boundaries are things like don't use that tone with me or don't watch porn or don't swear around me. And these are not boundaries at all. These are actually ultimatums and they are violations against other people and they're actually pretty toxic. Um, They reek of controlling behavior. So what is a true boundary? A boundary is something that you will do when your boundary is triggered for you. Right, is not a rule that someone else has to follow. A true boundary allows the other person to be whoever they want to be and do what they want to do while also enabling you to protect your mental, physical, and emotional well-being. A true boundary is set out of love for yourself and your relationship with others and is not set in an attempt to control someone else's behavior. Right, so don't use that tone with me is an ultimatum or a command, not a boundary. But if you don't want to be around people using certain tones or raising their voice at you, you could set a boundary that if someone raises their voice to you, you will exit the conversation immediately. Right, that's when it turns into a boundary. If X happens, then you will Y. Right, don't watch porn is an ultimatum, but if you watch porn, I will no longer be in a relationship with you as a boundary. They allow the other person to make a decision, to be who they're going to be, right? You're not trying to coerce or control someone. It's about preserving your peace. It allows other people to have their choices and also protects you from situations that you don't want to be in. So what are the steps? steps to setting a boundary. I think the first step is obvious, but also very overlooked. And that is to know what your boundaries are. I think it's really important to have it like thought of ahead of time, 
what your boundaries are and what your actions are that you take when your boundary is triggered. I don't think it's something that you want to decide on the fly because then you you might not actually end up setting a boundary at all. That's when you get into kind of sticky situations. So taking the time up front to like sit down with yourself and consider what are your boundaries get out a journal and just brainstorm it what are your boundaries what are things that you don't want to be in your life that are currently in your life and what actions are you going to take when those things occur and then once you have decided what your boundaries are and what act boundary action you take, then you set your boundaries unapologetically. I think it's really important that you, when you set a boundary, that you don't give in, you don't waver, and you take your boundary action no matter what. So if your boundary is that if someone raises their voice to you, you will exit the conversation immediately every time someone raises their voice to you, you must exit the conversation. Once you have decided that that is your boundary, you must enforce the boundary by taking the action every single time. The reason I think it's so important to take your boundary action no matter what is because toxic people are going to try to test your boundaries. It's inevitable. So you might say that if you raise your voice to me, I'm going to exit the conversation, but then you actually have to, to exit the conversation. And it's really imperative that you do so, even if the other person tries to apologize or say, you know, oh, never mind, I'll stop or whatever. It's a test. They're testing you in that moment. Taking the boundary action shows them that your boundaries are serious. It shows them that you are not someone that they can manipulate easily. And remember, the goal is always self-preservation and self-care, right? It is never about manipulation or controlling other people. The minute you sense that you are doing something to try and get the other person to behave a different way, you have stepped into toxic territory, right? This is abusive behavior. This is the exact behavior that a lot of us suffered in our toxic relationships was being controlled and when you do something in an attempt to get someone else to behave differently that is a controlling behavior and so you really want to be careful when you're setting the boundaries that you're setting it from that clean place of just really wanting to preserve your own peace and really setting it out of love for yourself and you're not just attempting to make someone say or do things differently i feel like it gets clearer when there's some examples so for example say you have this friend and your friend is chronically late like this is something that happens all the time um, and you really don't want to wait around for them so you want to go out to lunch with your friend you don't want to wait more than 15 minutes so you could tell your friend hey i'm going to be there at this time i know you tend to be late so i'll wait for you for 15 minutes and if you're not there by that time i'm just going to leave 
This allows your friend to be who they're going to be and make their own decisions and also allows you to not spend more than 15 minutes waiting. It's a way of preserving the relationship, right? You get to do what you're going to do. Your friend gets to do what they're going to do. There's no sitting there at the restaurant waiting for them, counting the minutes and seething the whole time. It really preserves the relationship when you set the proper boundaries. A boundary that I've implemented in my own life is that I am not available for religious talks. So if you've listened to my earlier episode, you know that I was raised in a very religious household um, and I am absolutely no longer religious whatsoever. I consider myself to be an atheist. And I find that that bothers some people. It bothers quite a lot of people, actually. And I find a lot of people want to have conversations in which they will attempt to convince me that Jesus is the answer, Jesus loves me, I should believe in their deity, their God. And I always found this super annoying. And so I decided that this would be a really good place for me to implement a boundary. So I do not have to sit there and endure these sorts of conversations that I just straight up did not want to be a part of. So now I have a boundary that when someone starts talking to me about God or Jesus, I'm going to exit the conversation. And if it happens online, I block and delete them. (laughs) Setting this boundary has enabled me to be able to spend time around my very religious family and not have to continually be put in conversations that I find very obnoxious to be part of. And it really actually allows us to be together as a family because if I hadn't set the boundary, I would have wanted to spend less and less time around them because I would not have wanted to be subject to these conversations. And so setting a boundary actually preserves the relationship. Setting the boundary allows us to spend time together, whereas otherwise we would have drifted further apart. I think that's a really good way of illustrating how much boundaries actually preserves relationships. So often when we first start out, we're afraid that setting boundaries will cause us to lose relationships, but it actually helps us preserve them. It keeps everyone in a space where they can enjoy each other. And there's not these like underlying feelings of anger and resentment that are going on under the surface when everyone has proper boundaries in place. When you first start setting boundaries, if you have historically not set them at all or not enforced them or not been consistent with them, when you first start actually setting your boundary and taking your boundary action and being really firm on that, it is going to feel like ass. Your brain is going to freak out 
and you're going to be super worried that you were too mean or that you're going to lose the relationship. Nothing has gone wrong. That is a totally normal thing that happens when you first start setting boundaries. It is the growing pains, right? When you go to the gym for the first time and do a big workout, you are really sore afterwards. And the same thing happens when we do emotional growth as well. Setting the boundaries forces you to grow emotionally and you feel those growing pains. You get emotionally sore after this growth the same way as you do when you go to the gym and do a really hard workout for like the first time in a long time. So you just got to get over the initial hump and the more you practice setting and enforcing the boundary, the more you practice allowing that discomfort, even when it feels uncomfortable to just allow yourself to feel that discomfort and to keep hold of your boundary. The sooner you will enter into the phase where it becomes no big deal to you and is almost like second nature. I feel like part of why so many people don't learn to set proper boundaries is because they aren't willing to feel this um, initial discomfort. And that is what I have for you today, my friends. And remember, when done right, boundaries are a beautiful act of love, of love for yourself. Hey, so if you're liking what you're hearing on the podcast, you'll definitely want to check out my mailing list. It's where I send all my little tips and tricks for fast-tracking your healing. Plus, I'll send you my breakup survival guide when you subscribe. You can find me at melindagerdoncoaching.com slash subscribe. See you there.